Hello and welcome to The Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and it's another Family Foundation Friday with our good friend David Wallace. David, thanks again. Greg, good to be with you. Uh, now, we, we're going to reiterate some things because there's constant developments on these issues. So today, you're in for a lot. The uh, Some uh, action items that we can ask you to take and continue to follow up on some court decisions and what's going on with that. I'm, I'm going to let David fill in that. There's some box office hits that are worthy of your time and money. There are some CDC guidelines and some guidance in our state that's not worth neither your time or your money, but we need to take action on that. And then, of course, we're going to plug the Family Foundation's Kentucky Family Forum. So now if you have not gotten the last few, you can go back to wjmm.com, click on their podcast tab and Love and Lordship links, and you'll find today and previous two days, uh, that would not get you back to last Friday, but it would give you some of the other Love and Lordship ones. Or you can go to loveandlordship.com and find all of these through our uh, Podbean and Vimeo pages, articles, all of those. So thank you for doing that. Appreciate your response. You can contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. That's loveandlordship at gmail.com. So with that said, we're going to pitch it to David. David, uh, tell us a little bit what's going on with the SB 150. I know we've been lingering on that, but there's things happening, right, with the uh, circuit court and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'll I'll kick off with the the legal update. Yes, Greg, yes. You and I talked about how uh, the portion of SB 150 that protects kids from these harmful gender transition uh, interventions. Uh, that had been challenged in court. There had been a federal judge here in Kentucky that had put an injunction from that law going into effect. Uh, the attorney and, and explain to our listeners what that means. If he puts an injunction on it at that moment, what happens? It's essentially holding the enforcement of the law while yeah. the while the case continues. So basically, to it goes play. back to what it was before the law, right? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And in, in that case, the the judge actually put that in place before the day before the law went into effect to begin with okay. on that that piece of law, but. Um, so that challenge, uh, our, our attorney general had, has, is defending the law uh, in that case, and he had appealed uh, that decision to the Sixth Circuit. Uh, there are a number of challenges going on on, uh, on these laws. I'm thankful to the Lord there are now 20 states that have passed yes. similar laws protecting kids from these harmful, harmful, damaging procedures. Uh, Tennessee is another, uh, our neighbors to the south, yeah. uh, also in, in the Sixth Circuit. Yes, yes, yes. So right. they had had a legal uh, challenge to their laws. We had actually joined with our family policy uh, allies in Tennessee and, um, and a number of others and, and submitted a brief, uh, a friend of the court brief in that case because they were a little further along in that case than we were here in Tennessee. Anyways, the good news is, is that uh, late last week, uh, we got word from the Sixth Circuit. The Sixth Circuit actually... Uh, put a stay, essentially undid the hold on the Tennessee law. Right. And so Tennessee's law protecting children from so-called gender transitions has gone into effect, which is good news for Tennessee. Right. Why is that also good news for Kentucky? Yeah. Because what has now happened is both of those cases have been combined. There have been arguments set. And I'm optimistic that we're going to see the Sixth Circuit also put a stay, hopefully, yeah. Lord willing, on our law so our law can go into effect. Yeah as we wait for the, the, the arguments to be made uh, later this year in, in the Sixth Circuit. And, and those are obviously, as you have expressed, all really good developments. But I, what I'm hearing is, uh, and for our listeners, the fact that they have accepted both cases and now put them together yeah. and are willing to hear them, the fact yeah. that they stayed the injunction for... Yeah. Tennessee likely means it will right. for Kentucky right. soon as well. Yeah, and, and again, they're not... 
arguing to the to the full merits of the case yet, right. but you do have to make a legal argument. And what it means is is that the Sixth Circuit is at least skeptical of some of the arguments that the ACLU made. Yeah. Look, now look, I'm gonna go much much further than that. It is it is it is you can outrageous. Right. It is outrageous that any any federal court would step in and stop a duly enacted law that seeks to protect children from being mutilated. Yeah. Uh, there's yes. really nothing more. Uh, foundational in terms of a right role of government uh, in terms of some of these laws and protecting kids. Uh, yeah. But this issue continues to be a big issue across the nation. There's a number of court challenges praying, uh, playing out. We are uh, continuing to work with our Family Policy Council uh, uh, allies and we'll be submitting a, a friend of the court brief again at the Sixth the Circuit, Circuit right. on yeah. both uh, now that these cases have been combined. These are important, important cases Huge. so we need to Huge. continue to to pray that we have uh, judges in the Sixth Circuit yeah. and elsewhere in the country that uphold truth and yeah. righteousness and the law in and these cases. Absolutely. And in line with that, on the local level, we're finding out here in Kentucky that people are still following the lawless advice or yeah. guidance from Governor Bashir's Kentucky Department of Education. We know Fayette County and now Jefferson County enlighten our listeners to what's going on with that and some of the things there. Yeah, you know, Greg, you and I have talked about some of the other provisions of SB 150 relating to protecting uh, protecting kids from LGBTQ indoctrination, also the requirements in the law that require common sense bathroom policies to be set in, in, into place. Uh, those provisions, um, uh, both Lexington and now Louisville, have been looking to this flawed guidance, that the, that the politicized guidance yeah. that yeah. the Bashir administration commissioner, Jason Glass, their Kentucky Department of Education put out. And, uh, and I just, you know, I continue to be so thankful for the tremendous work that uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron and his team did. Absolutely. They just put out um, also recently a 13 page Attorney General opinion completely repudiating this uh, absurd guidance. Uh, and I'll, uh, folks can go to our website at KentuckyFamily.org. Uh, Michael Johnson on our team put together a very nice summary in, uh, of, of what the Attorney General said, and we link to his guidance. But I'll, I'll, I'll summarize. <laughs> you need to follow the law. Yes. Uh, and uh, explain what the law was right, there for, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yes. And school districts need to follow all of the provisions that would include protecting uh, kids in K through 5, uh, saying you can't teach um human sexuality, um, and then further than that saying you cannot teach at all uh, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, what I would call uh, indoctrinating kids in yep. the LGBTQ yep. agenda Grooming. at all in K through 12. And then further than that as well, uh, schools need to put in place as required as the law to put in uh, place a common sense a bathroom and intimate use facility Protect policy. Protect children. Yep. Um, yes. And to stop this this madness that we're seeing where some school districts are allowing bi typically biological boys who say they're girls uh, to have access yeah, to facilities. That's how simple it is. So um, Louisville, Lexington, Jefferson County, Fayette County yeah. have been very front and center about looking for ways to not follow the law. And so with this new guidance out, there really is no grounds, uh, and really uh, these school districts are putting themselves in legal jeopardy if they don't follow the law. So we have recently put out another follow-up action alert to our supporters um, here in Lexington uh, in Fayette County, encouraging them to contact the board again, and folks can, can go to our website at KentuckyFamily.org, get signed up for those alerts. And then, as you mentioned, Greg, we've also uh, sent a similar alert out now in JCPS, in, in Jefferson Good. County Good. Public Schools, Great. because they have publicly 
are now uh, announced that they're considering how they're essentially not going to follow right, these right. important circumvent provisions. or or literally right. ignore it. Right, and right. it's just you know, Greg, it, it continues to be just so troubling to see the lengths at which these school districts will go to to subvert the law, knowing that what's really behind that is they want to continue to promote uh, an ideology that just simply doesn't have a, a, a any place in our public yeah. schools. No, no, it really shouldn't have in our society, although we know that stuff happens, but definitely not with our children. Yeah. Definitely not. Now, David, along those lines, uh, because it does impact us, we've got things like, because um, we'll get back to, let me, let me yeah, ask a question yeah. before I get into this. Yeah. Let me ask a question. On your KentuckyFamily.org slash take action, they can, what can they find there for Fayette County? Can they find their board members through that or the central office? What will they find there so they'll know how, what yeah, they're Yeah, we, we have uh, alerts set up where uh, folks, um, when they take action, they'll be able to uh, send a message to all the members of the school okay. board. Okay, good. And the superintendent in both, uh, in both uh, Fayette County okay. and in Jefferson good. County. So that's what they're looking and for. So, so go to that and do that, yeah, right? And if you have Please. a, you know, if you've got a personal, um, you know, a, a personal relationship, you, you yep. can reach out over the phone as well. Um, look, this is uh, an important time to uh, really bring some accountability um, to these school districts. As we, uh, hard to believe it, but before we know it, um, it'll be time school. for schools yeah. to start. And we need back to stand again. as disciples of Christ and as His church. We need to stand for what's right. Right, and, and, and it is right. We we care about uh, we, <laughs> we care about. The hearts and minds of, yes. of our kids in, in the public schools and so let me get back to what i was going to make the connection with yeah. on the federal level because it, it falls right in with this is just this last week the cdc came out with some statements and information about men chest feeding i, I know that's maybe we're pg-13 now but <laughs> it's really crazy that we would even have that conversation that we are not only so lawless but we are so ignorant yeah. and we're so depraved. Uh, the Bible talks about that. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, this falls right in line with the things that we're seeing happening with the people who are trying to circumvent these laws and push them away or ignore them so they can continue getting at these kids. Yeah, we, I mean, day by day, Greg, continue to just be astounded uh, both by the uh, administration, uh, the Biden administration at the federal level, the links which they are going to to uh, promote this this radical ideology yes. that has uh, absolutely no basis in, in <laughs> science or biology. You know, we're, we're continuing to see it in the abortion uh, context as well. Um, and, you know, and, and unfortunately here in Kentucky, we have a, a governor and an administration here that is very much in lockstep and alignment on those yeah. on those issues. Yeah. And um, um, uh, please know, remember that come November. <laughs> I, I can say that. So yeah. please remember that come November yeah. uh, that we that you would remember what you're voting for. It's all I'm asking you to do right. is to remember what there, you're voting for. There will be uh, a number of important issues to, to yes, take into account, be. but yeah. certainly uh the issue of life, the issue of um, uh, protecting kids from um, from this radical ideology, protecting our kids from these harmful surgeries, uh, that's going to be uh, a, a big issue. Well, and another one as we begin to close out here, David, it's not on the national level, but it does impact nationally because it's in California, and we all know what that means, bellwether and some of the things there. But they've literally come out now in part of this grooming, indoctrinating, and even with, uh, I alluded to a box office, yeah. I won't say anymore because you and I haven't seen it, but a movie about trafficking. Yeah. And California had an opportunity to make child trafficking a felony, and they chose not to. 
that's right in line with all those, mainstream media and all those, who fall in line with the whole idea of abortion on demand at any time. Right. We're not really valuing life yep. at any level. You know, right. use it, abuse it, whatever you want to do. Destroy it. That's yep. really sad. That's yep. what we're really dealing with. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So there's one other thing we want to hit before we close here. David, you've already talked about the take action at KentuckyFamily.org slash take action, but also October 7th. Yes. Plug, plug the forum again. Yeah, we're, uh, um, as, as we shared last week, uh, we have now, uh, ticket sales are underway for our uh, first ever. And they're going uh, like Kentucky, bar barbers, right? Kentucky Family uh, <laughs> Forum. Uh, folks, go to our website again. Uh, it's going to be a, a day-long um uh, Christian Public Policy Biblical Worldview Conference. We've got, uh, as I mentioned last week, Greg, you're going to be speaking, but we've got um, a biblical worldview ex- expert from our friends at Family Research Council. Some of our other national uh, allies will have uh, or, um, representatives there. We've got some of our strong uh, pro-family leaders in the General Assembly, grassroots leaders. Yes. We're going to be covering a lot, a lot of important topics. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's really going to be an important event that will equip um, Kentuckians yeah. to, to be the salt and light that we called to be. So, and, yeah. and we will have that not only at KentuckyFamily.org slash events, yes. but, or you can just go to KentuckyFamily.org and click on it. But we will have that information on the podcast when you click on that. I always put those on there. So, uh, David, thanks again for being with us. Uh, thanks to you for joining us. Uh, thanks for those who have contacted us and let us know. Many are watching these Family Foundation Fridays, and uh, we appreciate that and your encouragement that you're giving us in that. Uh, on Monday, I will continue back with some uh, messages from our book, The Authority of Love. So we'd love to hear what you think about that and join us and invite your friends to join us. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reese and Encounter. And then at 1245 for my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is Here. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.